This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. Visit SmartGolfDeals.com for promotions and savings. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Oh, good morning, Canada. And Golf Talk Canada Radio coming to you from our home studios as Mr. Weeks and I are self-isolating after our previous week at the Players' Championship. And uh, through the technology that we have today, we're allowed to keep Golf Talk Canada on the air. And that's some good news. But Bob, I, let's bring in Bob Ray. Bob, I just, I just heard some bad news. Just when I thought, you know, if things were... Feeling a little upbeat, we can get Golf Talk Canada Radio on the air. I know you've been taking guitar lessons, trying to teach yourself guitar with our downtime. I just found out Kenny Rogers passed away about 30 seconds ago. I'm not in a very good headspace right now. Oh, that's not good news. No, never never good to hear when a legend passes on like that. I'll have to try and see if I can figure out a Kenny Rogers song here uh, in, the next, <laughs> in the next half hour or before me before we go off the air. <laughs> I'll tell you what, okay. it's going slowly, but uh, but uh, the guitar lessons are going, the puzzle making is uh, going, that's slow too, I picked a really hard puzzle to do, and so we're all figuring out ways to, to stay busy when we're inside. Yeah, I was going to ask you this morning, in fact, before I just found out this Kenny Rogers inform, uh, information, I was just about to introduce my co-host this morning as Eddie Van Halen, because I was curious as to where we were in the uh, in the guitar lessons to this point. So you've done the guitar, you've done the puzzles. Uh, how are you? Are you outside running? Like, how are you staying in uh, running shape, Bob? I'm not. I mean, like everything else, most of the races and everything that we're, we're training for have... Uh, have gone. I'm I'm taking it very seriously. The only thing I've done is uh, I've done sort of a, a a little workout in the back patio, back deck here, uh, where I am. So I actually haven't have not ventured off the property here since basically getting back from uh, from the Players' Championship. So uh, I don't know about you, but it's uh, I'm actually not too bad right now. I'm finding myself entertained. It was a busy week with work. We did lots of stuff. There's lots of good stories up on TSN.ca. So we're and as as this radio show itself proves, you know, there's a lot of different ways to get things done and I got to thank the staff at TSN and TSN radio and tsn.ca I mean it's a very bare bones staff as you can imagine and we are through technology and paper clips and masking tape we are finding a way to get uh some some stuff out to you and uh with the fact that there's really no golf being played here you know we're we're still making it work yeah, and I agree. I agree with you, Bob. Thanks to everybody, and uh, everybody is taking it serious. Uh, in fact, there were some images online this morning that I saw uh, in comparison to maybe Toronto and some of the other places around the world, and it kind of shows uh, what a good job everybody is doing. Uh, I have managed to uh, shower every day. I'm very proud of that. Um, <laughs> Because uh, it is sometimes you just kind of look around and stare at the wall and go, hmm, do I make it all the way over there to the washroom? And I have. I have continued <laughs> to shower. This is very good. Uh, what is not going so well right now, Bob, and I, I'm okay, so I'm going to put, I'm very good with dates. Like if I put something down and look at it, I do it. Like I'm very like disciplined in that manner. But if I don't do that, if I don't like say, okay, I'm starting now and put something here, then it kind of goes uh, away pretty easily for me. So Monday morning, I, I'm going to, I, that's it. I'm Monday morning. I am going to stop the carbo, carbohydrates and, and, and the chocolates and the sitting around drinking Brunello and, 
uh, staring at the wall, and we're going to try. I have a treadmill in the basement, so I'm going to I'm going to start on Monday before this completely gets out of hand. Because when Golf Talk Canada TV um, gets back uh, on the air, it's going to be here are your hosts, Bob Weeks and Jabba the Hutt. That's what's coming <laughs> yeah. in the next few weeks if I don't get a handle on this. So. Well, I'll tell you the only other thing. The only other thing that I'm having struggling with is at what point do I just break down and give myself a haircut? Hair's <laughs> growing like a weed, that. and you can't get a cut anywhere. So <laughs> just, may, just join my like side. One of the guys. Yeah, I may I may look like one of the guys from uh, from I don't know some bad haircut. I'll have the bad haircut. You'll be the heavy guy, so we'll be a good That's team. It. Well, you'll look like a guy, the lead singer of Flock of Seagulls, is what you'll look like. Yeah. So. There you go. <laughs> and for our younger audience out there, just Google Flock of Seagulls. Okay, we got lots to get to today. It's funny we've got a jam packed show, considering yeah. there are no tours going on. And this was kind of my message when this first went off. You know. Uh, I'm taking a cup half full approach here, Bob. I know today we're going to talk to some tour pros and we're going to see, you know, what they've been doing. I know you spoke to Jared Detroit who shot 59 on the Outlaw Tour, which is kind of cool. So I'm, I know we're going to hear from him today as well. We're going to hear from Nick Taylor, Michael Gligic in our, in our first hour. So we are still talking to tour pros today, but you know, eventually, you know, we're, we're going to run out of tour pros to talk to because as we all know, the golf world is on, on is, is kind of frozen. But by the sounds of it, to the most part, when when the thaw is gone, golf is going to continue. So uh, golf in the recreational sense, in the amateur sense, with some safety guidelines in place. So we're going to have lots of content for you. And it's just going to be different types of content, fitness, instruction. And today we're going to start with some safety things that we can talk, uh, talk about in segment two, that there is some uh, COVID-19 protocols that are coming into place that, you know, when the golf course is open and you want to go outside and you want to play golf, there's a responsible way of doing it. And we're going to get to that today. Again, we're going to hear from Glickick, Nick Taylor, Jared Detroit. We're going to have some Scully time. There's lots to get to. But first, before we get out to all of that, there are some news and headlines. So let's go to news and headlines. News and headlines are brought to you by the McKenzie Tour, PGA Tour Canada. Tomorrow's stars today. All right, Bob, more major news, this time out of the ladies tour. The LPGA has found a new date for the ANA inspiration. Uh, of course, the Masters and the PGA was postponed. Uh, no due dates. We've got some guesswork on the PGA and Augusta, but we don't need to guess with the ANA. No, so the ANA, the uh, the first major of the year, first major of any tour, usually it's uh, the major tours, has been pushed to uh, the a date in September, September 10th to 13th at Mission Hills. That's what they're going to do. It to, to do that, to accommodate that, they had to push the Cambia Portland Classic, which is a tournament that Brooke Henderson has won. Um, they're going to push that back a week to the 17th to 20th of September. So. Uh, all things going well, that, that major championship for the women will take place on the 10th to the 13th. Of course, they got five majors, so like the Champions Tour to try and squeeze in here, and as every week goes by, it gets more and more difficult. But um, they, they've got a date right now, hopefully, and uh, uh, hopefully by that time we'll be playing golf. And on the men's side, we are hearing rumors of the PGA hoping for a summer date, and I'm wondering if it's that gap in August that you and I were talking about earlier this week, the that potential week off in, in, in August, something closer to what the original PGA championship date used to be back in the day before the new schedule. And of course, all the talk around the Masters being in October. And most of the guys on social media are, 
you know, excited and welcoming, including Rory McIlroy, world number one, saying, you know, he would welcome a Masters in October. Yeah, there's, you know, it'd be the, the fall, the fall finish, maybe <laughs> we'd take on a different <laughs> term because that would be the, the last major of this, of the group and, and the other majors I'm hearing different stories. I'm still hearing that the USGA wants to hold their major with, uh, in June at the US Open and, uh, and have no corporate tenting or any, uh, any kind of, um, any kind of place where people could gather inside and stuff. So they would walk outside. I guess they're still planning to have it with fans, but you know, as, as we get closer and closer, all things start to change. And, uh, so we'll see when all these majors play out. And of course the open championship still in July, that's a ways off. So they've, they've got a little time to make their decisions, but, uh, with every passing day, with every passing hour, um, the landscape changes and it's going to force these guys to, to commit to something. Yeah, the RNA came out with some uh, communications this week, and it was very much we are planning as if our championship is still taking place in July. That was the messaging. Hopefully we have some normality by then in the world. But like you said, Bob, you never know. And it eventually at some point someone needs to make a step forward. When that is, I don't know. I'm not a doctor or a scientist. But at some point somewhere in the world someone needs to put one foot in front of the other, probably in a cautious manner. And I'm wondering if golf being an outdoor sport is going to be the sport to do it. Official World Golf Rankings frozen. No surprise there. That ha- This has to be the only move, no? Yeah. Uh, official World Golf Rankings and the Rolex Rankings, both men's and women's, because, you know, technically, as as every week goes on, uh, you drop off. You, the, the tournaments that you haven't or come off the schedule as, as tournaments come on, but with nothing coming on, they just said, yeah, look, we've got to freeze it. There's all sorts of implications on these and uh, entries into majors, Olympic qualifications. If the, even if the Olympics still go, we don't know about that. So um, it's it's the only move you can, you can really make at this point, and uh, uh, just another one of those those things you have to think about when when golf stops. All right, our next headlines for our program director here on TSN 1050 in Toronto, Jeff McDonald, who was very upset when he saw this <laughs> and uh, emailed yourself and Duffy and O'Neill and a bunch of us on an email chain. And said this basically made him want to quit the game of golf forever because Brooks Kepka, uh, off the heels of uh, Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler out there uh, having some fun playing left-handed on social media, Kepka uh, got onto social media left-handed and hit a 196-yard eight-iron bob left-handed and driver over 290 yards left-handed, and then of course DJ jumped in and kind of almost matched them there from the left side of the ball. These guys are disgusting. They make the game look too easy, and now they're shaming us from our side of the ball. I actually felt personally offended by this, Bob. Well, yeah, (laughs) as left-handers, we should, right? I mean, uh, the the other one was the the match between Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler with that, with all both playing left-handed, and I understand Ricky Fowler best to JT shooting a 96. So, you know, there are days when I, when, when I go out there and, and have a struggle to get to 96. So that one also bugged me. But, yeah, the Brooks Kepka one, I mean, his swing looked flawless. It looked really good, didn't it? Well, I, I kind of know, I, I know now what will get him out of his slump. He just moved to the other side of the ball. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. He could be the first player in history to win a major from both sides. Now that would be something. <laughs> <laughs> remember remember Mac O'Grady? Do you remember Mac O'Grady? He was yeah, many yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Many years ago, he petitioned the USGA to play in the U.S. Amateur left-handed. He said he's a right-handed professional, but what about if he turned over to left-handed, which apparently he was a uh, two-handicap left-handed, right. and he said, I'd like to play in the U.S. Amateur, but they said, no, sorry, you can't do that. 
Now, am I remember? I wish we had more time on this because am I? It, my memory could be playing tricks on me, but I recall Mac O'Grady playing under a different name or trying to. He had like an alter ego that he played tournaments <laughs> under on occasion. Do you recall this story? I, I do. I can't remember what that was all about. <laughs> yes. There was, nothing surprises me with Mac O'Grady. I can tell you that. Oh, he got into teaching. A... He got into teaching for a while, and I remember the story that he actually was helping Seve Ballesteros. And one of the things he did with Seve was he took him out. I think he was in in Arizona, and he took him out into the desert, and he had to bury his old swing, like like figuratively. He got. They went out. They dug a hole, and they pretended <laughs> to put his old swing in there, and then they covered it up, and then they went back on the range for a new one. So nothing surprises uh, me with Mac O'Grady. Oh, uh, we got to do a Mac O'Grady show, I think, at some point here, Bob. It's just too good. Okay, finally, a news and headlines. And I, you know what? This is to our point. You and I spoke about this on TV this week, and it will be our last Golf Talk Canada TV show for quite some time. Uh, we spoke about the leadership of Rory McIlroy and how he might be number one on the official world golf ranking, but he, he's also number one in the locker room. He's also number one in, 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 uh, the press room, in the media room. He's a leader right now off the golf course as well in the world of golf. And, and it came out this week that Brooks Kepka, before Kepka spoke out against the uh, proposed uh, Premier Golf League, he reached out to Rory and had a chat with Rory before he went public with his thoughts. So uh, I found that interesting. And I think uh, now that these guys are all kind of getting in line and considering the current state of the world, I think the PGL is uh, dead before it starts. Yeah, I think so. I think when number one, two, and three leave, uh, you know, I think I think it's pretty impressive that, that they've gotten together on it. And I understand that Rory had uh, also had a dinner with the PGA Tour people apparently before he came out with his statement. So he was probably getting information from both sides because he always obviously met with the PGL people. The other thing that makes me interested is to see that we haven't really heard from either Phil or Tiger in this in this. And I would love to see, you know, what's what's going to go on there. What's uh, what are those two guys thinking? Um, I can't imagine now that they would even consider going it, but they might be the only two guys if they jumped on board that could save it. Yeah, I, I again, I hear you, and, and certainly somebody in the twilight of the career is someone who kind of makes sense in something like that. I just don't see it. But on the other side, Bob, we're going to switch gears because we got a little tease this week in Southern Ontario. I know certain parts of the country are... You know, thinking about golf, looking out the window, there's a thaw. We even had, uh, oh, geez, it, it got close to 18, 19 degrees Celsius at some point this week. Boy, this morning sure feels like yesterday was a long way away. But golf is coming, and there was a release this week, uh, some protocol that was floated around on how golf will look when uh, courses open up here in Ontario and in other parts of the country. Now, before we get to that, Bob, Quebec may be not falling in line with this right away. No, uh, folks in Quebec, uh, the, the golf courses, some of them which were ready to open, um, I, you know, most of the province is still under snow up in the north part or, or under cold conditions. Uh, but they have, the Quebec government has ruled that the uh, golf courses, much like ski hills, have fallen into the same uh, group as all recreational areas and have to remain closed. Now, I understand the guy who looks after the, the association of, of golf courses in Quebec is going to try and petition to change that. Um, but for now, anyway, Quebec, the, all the golf courses in the province of Quebec must remain closed under the, uh, under the government ruling um, for all recreational activities. 
Okay, so that's Quebec. We'll update you on the rest of the country, including Ontario on the other side, because there is COVID-19 golf protocols in place so that you can feel safe when you peg it up this spring. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was brought to you by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and the all-new Sim and Sim Max drivers. Shape in motion. We reshape the drivers so you can reshape your game. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to order yours today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC as we broadcast from our home studios. And although my personal hygiene has yet to slide and I'm still showering every day, this will be the first time I've ever hosted Golf Talk Canada in my underwear, Bob. And I would also say that although the personal hygiene is still at uh, top-notch levels, I'm not shaving much. It kind of looks like a Yeti hosting Golf Talk Canada in his living room right now. So that's, that's what's going on here in Casa Zucchino. Uh, well, yeah, it's very similar where I am too. We're just sitting here and uh, uh, trying to figure out uh, how not to eat the uh, one kilogram bag of M and M's that I bought. On <laughs> so that's the that's the uh, one thing right now. I'm just trying not to gorge myself, but uh, uh, it's oh. there's lots of getting used to. But I'm having having lots. As I said before, there's lots of stuff you can do around the house if you now that you can't get out of it. Yeah, all of a sudden, everything that needs to, I, I've ripped the honey to do list that looked four months long. It took about four hours. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, we've got some COVID 19 golf protocols, Bob, that came out this week from uh, many different sources, leading sources of the golf community, whether it be governing bodies, golf course owners association, um, just some groups and, and some things that people are going to put in place that people feel safe to go out and play golf when the course is open because. As far as we're aware, for the rest of the country outside of Quebec, that right now, golf courses are going to be allowed to, to open for business, and they are trying to do things that are going to be responsible so that people feel safe, uh, follow social distancing guidelines, and get outside and get active, which I think right now, for me personally, I'm not telling people what to do, but for me, I feel safe outside, and I also feel it might be good for people's mental health right now as well. Uh, some of these are... Cups raised an inch above the actual surface of the putting green, so you're not putting your hand into the cup collectively to pick out balls. Uh, always keep the flag stick in, which of course now we know under the new rules of golf is legal anyway, so they're just saying leave it in to avoid having everybody touch the same object back and forth in and out. Uh, free pull carts that are wiped down encourage walking if you are going to ride single riders in each cart. No handshakes, just says thank you, keep the social distancing, uh, don't rake bunkers. Uh, preferred lies in bunkers, no rakes anywhere on the golf course. Bob, this makes complete sense to me. Just speaking for me as an individual, I think this is all good. I feel safe on a golf course. How do you feel? Yeah, I'm, I'm still a little nervous. I think I might go out and play by myself if I do go out and play. I, I'm not sure I can trust myself to not get in. I guess you could you could probably get... Uh, keep your distance and um i don't know it's uh it's still a little nerve-wracking for a lot of people i've seen online some people saying yeah they're going to go out and play and some people are playing 
Uh, I know golf courses, you know, golf courses in Ontario are going to open up next week. Golf North apparently is going to open up a few. Uh, the golf courses out west in Kelowna have opened. So I'm not sure, you know, I think, I think you're okay, but you have to take your, you have to make a personal choice for yourself. And obviously you have to take all those precautions that you just mentioned um, in this time right now. It's, um, it's an interesting point. I was talking with someone about this on the phone the other day, how, uh, imagine if this was June and stuff. I, w- I wonder how how how, we, how our views would change. It's been everyone's cooped up here right now. We're all anxious to get outside and do something. And golf certainly is maybe like running, where you can do something individual, walking your dog. You know, if you're if you're alone or you're certainly keeping your distance from someone, then it's probably okay. And as you said, the mental benefits of just not being cooped up may be uh, almost as as important as even the exercise you're getting from walking. Yeah, and again, this is a personal decision, and I'm not telling anybody what they should or shouldn't do. I'm talking right. from my own personal uh, per- perspective. Uh, I think if you, if I stated these guidelines and and try to be responsible, just like we're doing everywhere else in life, like eventually uh, our self quarantine is going to have to end, and you and I are going to go have to buy groceries. That's just the way the right. world works, right? So when we yep. go to a grocery store, you got to be thinking the same way, right? You have to be, okay, exactly. I'm going grocery shop. So so it's the same thing on a golf course. So for me personally, I feel safe. A couple of the other things they mentioned as well, Bob, is uh, maybe uh, buying or paying for your, if it's a public golf course, paying for your green fees online ahead to uh, limit traffic in, in the pro shop. Uh, if you're going to have a food and beverage component, have a pickup window or buy it uh, from the from the cart girl at, 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 with a certain protocol in place. They're just basically like every other uh, thing in life right now, trying to limit congested traffic at any possible point. So yeah. it's a new world. We're going to have to figure this out as we go. I personally, uh, the minute someone tells me that I'm allowed to leave the house and go play golf, you're going to basically have to tie me down with a chain, lock me up to prevent me from leaving the house right now. Because I've got, I think we got what, seven days to go, Bob? What's our number? Seven yep. days, uh, Sunday, a week tomorrow, can we leave? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, you, you're Sunday. I think I'm a day earlier. I'm, I get to go out Saturday next week. Jeez, you got to rub it in, don't you, Weeks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come over and stand out in front of your house and just that's yell at right. you. <laughs> It says run around in circles on my lawn. That's uh, exactly. Oh, well, we uh, some of our friends at Woodington Lake uh, Golf Club, they'll be opening soon as well. And we hope to have an announcement from them as well, because, Bob, you're going to like this. They've got something very cool going with one of their golf courses. I know that you're always a big supporter of golf clubs and golf communities trying to do things different to uh, change things up a bit and maybe attract a different demographic or introduce the game to some people that maybe are thinking about it, but, but maybe are a little sheepish to get out there and try. So they're, they're going to try something this year that I think is very cool. We're going to have them on in the next week or two or have an announcement from them. And, and I think you're going to like it because, uh, it's outside the Great. box thinking. And they've got two golf courses. So if you have the, uh, if you have that kind of luxury in life to have two venues, why not try something on one of your golf courses? So we'll hopefully yeah. have that for you guys in the next couple of weeks. On the other side, we had a chance to touch base with Michael Gligic, who is a PGA Tour rookie, part of Team Canada, part of Team TaylorMade. Just touch base with Michael to say, what are you doing? How are you dealing with the time off? Are you, are you binge watching TV? What, what, what is the plan over the next couple of weeks? We spoke with Michael. We'll get to it next. This is Golf Talk Canada. 
This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by TaylorMade and the all-new Sim and Sim Max drivers. Shape in motion. We reshape the driver so you can reshape your game. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to order yours today. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit WeatherTech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada as we broadcast from our home studios, one of us in Scarberia, the other one in the west end of the T-Dot, but we're bringing you GTC Radio coast to coast. What are PGA Tour players doing with their time off? Well, we've seen a lot of activity on social media, so we thought we'd touch base with a couple of our members of Team Canada and Team TaylorMade to see what they're doing with their current downtime. The first gentleman, Michael Glickick, he is uh, in his rookie campaign on the PGA Tour, and who would have thought it would go this way? I had a chance to speak with Michael. Let's hear from Michael Glickick. All right. Joining me now is a member of Team Canada on the PGA Tour and a member of Team TaylorMade as well. PGA Tour rookie Michael Glickick. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me a little bit. These are some crazy times. So we're reaching out to our, our members of Team Canada just to see, A, how they're doing and how they're spending the time. So, Michael, let's start there. How are you feeling? Everybody in your family happy and healthy? And uh, I guess you're uh, down in Jupiter, Florida. Yeah, we're all good. Uh, my wife and I are down here in uh, South Florida. We figured, uh, you know, if we're going to hibernate, we might as well do it uh, in the sunshine. So, yeah, we're still hanging out down here. Now, I'm just curious because, you know, in the golf community right now, you know, we've had a bit of a discussion. Uh, you know, a lot of, obviously, a lot of us are saying, you know, maybe one of the safest places to be is actually on a golf course right now because it's not exactly a condensed area with, you know, in terms of people and population. We're not on top of each other, uh, outside, fresh air, etc. Are you getting out at all? Are you touching the golf club? Like, how much time do you spend with a golf club in your hand when we're in a situation like this that we haven't kind of seen before? Yeah, it's a rare situation, but uh, I actually went out and played yesterday for the first time in a couple of days, I guess. Um, I actually played with uh, Cody Connors and another Canadian, Miles Creighton, and uh, adopted, almost adopted Canadian, Adam Long, on the PGA Tour. So we went out to our home course, and uh, we had some fun, and uh, it was nice to kind of get back out there. But, yeah, it does, uh, does seem a little weird on the golf course. It's uh, definitely empty, but... Um, you also feel pretty safe out there. I know people have been saying, you know, golf courses are still okay and whatnot. So we were just taking, you know, some extra precautions and, uh, you know, touching the pins with our gloves on instead of our bare hands and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it's a little strange, but, uh, yeah, we made the most of it. So I guess it's safe to say nobody's grinding right now. No one's, uh, you know, the PGA Tour, who knows how far we're away. So it's just a matter of just getting out, having some fun and, and the, keeping the swing going, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get up there and start practicing a bit, too. I feel like, um, you know, going out and practicing by yourself is pretty safe. Um, I mean, you, you know, pull up to the golf course, head to the back of the range by yourself, and just hit away. So I'm, I'm probably going to start doing that a bit, but uh, once they uh, you know, put the plug on, you know, the next 
bunch of weeks here. Um, I did just take a couple days off and kind of relax and also try and figure out what's going on and, uh, you know, stock up on a little bit of food in case stuff uh, shut down. But, yeah. Okay, well, that's a great segue. Uh, Mike, because a lot of us and a lot of your fellow tour pros have been out on social media saying, you know, hey, I was going to get in shape. I was going to get ripped <laughs> during this time off. And instead, the Doritos are winning and the ice cream is winning. So uh, what have your habits been like? It, it, I know it's only been a short period of time, but, you know, for us here in the Great White North still in Toronto, i got to tell you, uh, the red wine and the ice cream's winning in the Zucchino household right now, and I'm not too sure I'm going to like the way I look on the other side of this. So uh, what are you doing with your time? Are you binge-watching some TV? What movies have you seen? How are we killing time these days? Um, I mean, I generally eat pretty healthy anyway, so I'm not, uh, you know, I haven't got into the chips and the popcorn and the ice cream just yet. I guess that might be, you know, week three or four of this whole thing. But, uh, yeah, we've had a couple, couple bottles of red wine and uh, just, yeah, I'm just kind of sticking to my whole routine. Trying to eat pretty healthy. And um, as far as the other stuff goes, um, actually my wife's parents, they were they had a little family, uh, like, six-week trip planned in um, – Panama, and they just, uh, their trip pretty much got canceled, and they hung out at our place for two days. They just left this morning, actually, to drive back to Canada, so we've kind of been hanging out with them for a couple of days. We, uh, yeah, playing a lot of cards and board games and whatnot, and before they were here, yeah, I was, uh, I was playing some video games, and, uh, you know, to make it a little, you know, less nerdy, I guess, I was, uh, you know, trying to do some push-ups and sit-ups and stuff between games, just so I didn't feel like I was, uh, you know, Sitting on the couch, just playing video games all day. So, um, well, if you haven't seen Ford versus Ferrari, it's worth a watch. I watched it the other. Oh yeah, no, I haven't yet. I might have <laughs> to. Uh, I might have to do that. Yeah. All right, Michael. This is uh, your rookie campaign on the PGA Tour, and obviously, no one expected the situation we're in right now. But just looking back now, in the first, uh, you know, few months as a member of the PGA Tour, uh, I'm guessing. I guess I could probably guess your favorite stop that you've been on tour already, but I'm going to let you answer that. So just favorite stop so far on tour, and uh, any surprises, Any anything that, that you know, you maybe uh, had a, a precondition or, or, or a piece of thought if you thought something was going to be a certain way and it wasn't, it was different when you got out there? Um, not really. I've tried to just dumb down the whole situation of being a PGA Tour rookie and just treat it like it's any other McKenzie Tour or Corn Ferry Tour event. Um, you know, obviously everything's a little bit bigger out there, but I just try and, you know, dumb that down. And at the end of the day, it's just golf, and that's what I'm just trying to focus on. But, um, favorite stop, I mean, I probably, you know, had the most fun at Pebble Beach. Is that what you were going to say? That's where I was going. I, I, was, yeah. you know, I follow you on social media. <laughs> And uh, I was I was just thinking to myself that you were having a blast while you were out there. Never mind, uh, you've got some three pretty good golf courses as well to play. Yeah, I mean that was my first time really playing any of those, and um, yeah, I think Pebble's probably taking over my new number one. And um, you know we got a pretty good pairing that week too with Ray Romano and Larry the Cable guy, so that made it pretty fun as well. And, and my wife was able to come to that one, and her parents were there, so we had a nice Airbnb. And um, yeah, you can't really go wrong in the Monterey Peninsula there in uh, Northern California, so it was a pretty spectacular week. 
Michael, I got to tell you, before I let you go, uh, it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, I'm doing my PG tour radio duties, and we used to work at the Firestone Invitational, which was in Akron, Ohio. And Firestone Golf Club was an amazing golf club. But outside of Firestone Golf Club, there ain't much in Akron, Ohio. And I always used to say to my wife, Honey, it's funny you're always there when we're in uh, Northern California, but when we're in Akron, Ohio, I can't seem to find you anywhere. So, <laughs> you <do> that. <laughs> yeah. At the start of the year, my wife, uh, yeah, she was gonna, you know, come to whatever every third or fourth, and she went on and cities she wants to go to, and yeah, what do you know? Living in Monterey, and so. Uh, I just, uh, she came to the Honda, which was in our backyard too, but. Um, yeah, you can imagine for the wives, they definitely want to uh, come to the Monterey's of the uh, of the world for sure. Yeah, Michael, thanks so much hey, for taking the time. Stay safe, uh, stay happy. I hope uh, this is not as long as we uh, think it might be. You know, right now we're suspended, I guess, right up to the PGA Championship, and then that has been postponed. So we'll see what's on the other side of that. I'm really hoping as I'm sure you are, that uh, we get our Canadian Open off and going because uh, as Canadians that love this game, that are attached to this game, you know, obviously that's a big one for us. So hopefully uh, we get to resume this before our Canadian Open comes along. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all hoping for that, and especially the Canadians. Uh, great venue this year, so I think everyone's looking forward to that. And you know, let's hope that uh, everyone turns around and we can pull that one off. All the best, Michael. Take care. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Well, Michael Glickick trying to make the best of a bad situation, as all of us are, and he's getting out there, and he's, he is playing some golf, and he heard him in that interview suggest that they are going to, you know, he is practicing uh, social distancing, which is a term that, geez, none of us ever knew before is going to be Im- implanted in our brains for the rest of our lives moving forward. On the other side... Find out what Bob's doing uh, on tsn.ca, as he was mentioning off the top. A lot of content going on there. Uh, I've got some Instagram and Facebook plans. Also going to tell you how you can win a prime blue golf shirt from Adidas Golf. A prime blue golf shirt from Adidas Golf. We forgot to do this in all the hoopla last week as the world was flipped upside down on its head including the golf world, and we forgot to give away this great prize from our friends at Adidas Golf. We'll let you know how you can win next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit WeatherTech.ca. Uh, welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Zucchino and Weeks with you from our home studios here as we wrap up hour one and hour two. We'll hear from Nick Taylor, Jared Detois, Adam Scully, get you caught up on things that are GTC. And think, speaking of things that are GTC, Bob, uh, you've been writing, you've been uh, making contributions to tsn.ca. Any idea what the plans are this week for, for uh, Team Weeks and uh, the .ca golf crew? <laughs> yeah, I've got lots of ideas. I think uh bubbling under i think we're going to look maybe take a look back at some of the big uh, events um in paso for instance 
you know, the Valspar would have finished up this weekend, and that's an event that Adam Hadwin won, so we may go back and talk to Adam about that win. Uh, likewise, I think we're going to check in with Mike Weir about how his plans have been affected, and we'll just keep uh, we'll keep kind of feeding the beast. I think also this week is when we'll start start to see some of the golf courses in Ontario and different parts sort of maybe opening, so we'll probably get kind of a rundown of who is going to open and who's not going to open, and uh, I know it might be a little early because I think this week is still pretty cool, but um, I think I think a lot of people out there are interested in just hearing some either some golf news about anything at all. Uh, I did a story yesterday about some some people who are online teaching. Ralph Bauer, who teaches yeah, Adam Hadwin, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's doing some FaceTime teaching. So if you're in the mood for some lessons, or Shaheen Nakjavani, who's an uh, uh, impresario in in teaching online stuff out of Montreal, he teaches about four to five thousand lessons a year. He says doing this. Um, so there's ways you can keep your game in shape, and maybe we'll we'll sort of delve into that. But um, there's there's still lots to talk about in golf, and uh, that's the one beauty about the sport is it's not just a professional leagues that that operate. You know, it's every one of us every day goes out and in normal conditions and tries to play the game and get better. Yeah, that it really is. I don't you know, I hate to use the word advantage at any point during this because we're all just trying to figure out a way. But for lack of a better term, golf, as you said, Bob, it's more than just what the PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, European Tour, etc. It's just as big at the participation level. And I'm actually looking forward to jumping into some stuff that you know we normally don't get to talk about, like instruction, like fitness. Uh, like different parts of the game, you know, obviously travel not being one of them at the moment. We do dive into that or have in the past, but uh, there's going to be some opportunities here. So one of them is, you know, I, I, you know me, I'm not the biggest social media guy. Um, I jump in once in a while, but I thought, you know, we're, we're also disconnected right now. And to me that I, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm a people person. I like to be around friends, family. I like to be with you guys, the guys I work with. Uh, and it's kind of all been taken away from me right now. So I thought that, you know, I would even jump out on social media. I did my first uh, live Instagram uh, last Wednesday night. So I'm going to try to keep that up Wednesday nights and just do a live Instagram. So if anybody's interested in that, they can uh, just follow uh, at Golf Talk Canada on Instagram. That's at Golf Talk Canada Wednesday nights at seven o'clock. I do what, what turned to be crazy Q&A. Like it's impossible to keep up with the questions. So we'll, we'll try to do our best. I might even add one to Facebook as well, but it was fun. But I think it's important, Bob, to your point that we keep feeding the beast and staying out there and try to stay connected to people because it can, it can start to feel like this huge planet has gotten very small very quickly. So. Uh, yeah, we, let's keep your Instagram it going, was right? your Instagram was very good, by the way. And for people who are tuning in, I might I might do one of those too, and we'll figure something out. Maybe there's some way we can. I mean, I'll say one thing that we've learned a lot about different technology to be able to do this. I'm sitting in my place, and you're sitting in your place, and we're coming across the radio. <laughs> it's it's like it's pretty remarkable stuff. So. Um, but maybe we can figure out a way to do an Instagram live together at some point or something like that. That would be awesome. And you know what else would be great too? Uh, that would be wicked if we could figure that out. And Adam has figured out a way for us to maybe even do a, uh, a podcast, uh, uh, in separate homes together and even a video podcast. He, he, he may Beautiful. be on top of. Yeah. Adam's been digging deep into this and I think he's going to come out of this like Bill Gates on the other side, like some kind of tech guru of some kind. So. Uh, only the difference is he'll bench press 500 pounds. Uh, that's the only difference. So, uh, okay, we, let's give away this shirt, Bob, because in, in the chaos that was last week, we forgot to give away the prime blue golf shirt that I actually wore in our first episode of Golf Talk Canada TV, uh, so earlier this, is a game, this, month. this is a game. 
Do you mean this is a game used shirt you're giving away, or are you just no. getting another shirt that's like this? One? Let's be clear. You get a clean, <laughs> fresh shirt in your oh, own good. size. Okay. okay, so okay. you don't have to wear okay. the men's medium that I wore that I actually wore <laughs> under those hot lights in the studio, which you do not want. Um, it's, it is a prime blue block polo shirt. And it is from uh, the Parley Ocean Plastic Company, which is who partners with Adidas uh, to do this uh, shirt. It is made from uh, recyclable waste. That what they do, Bob, is they actually intercept plastic uh, from beaches and coastal communities before it actually gets in the ocean. So they're saving the ocean and then reusing that material in golf polos. I don't know if you saw it in our brief time at Sawgrass, but Dustin Johnson and a few of the Adidas guys were also wearing shoes made uh from recyclable plastic yes. so yeah it was very cool and i say this to people if you google this and you do some research about adidas and this is not new uh, people think that this is new to adidas and obviously every year they dive deeper into this but they have been uh hands down the most re uh, environmentally responsible apparel company uh, for quite some time now and, and their footprint their carbon footprint their footprint on on the environment it, they've almost got it down to, to nil, and that's the goal, is to get it down to almost nothing. So uh, good on them. So it's not just style and performance, but it's also responsible. So very cool. So if you want to win this shirt, here's how you do it. And we'll draw from the correct answers in case you're listening in a, uh, another market across Canada that does not get Golf Talk Canada Radio live. We will draw the winner on Monday to make it fair for everybody coast to coast. Or even if you're listening on the podcast, if you download the podcast from iTunes or go to uh, golftalkcanada.com, it gives you an opportunity as well to win the shirt. Uh, this would be the week, Bob, that we would hand out the Valspar Championship. You mentioned that Adam Hadwin had won that tournament in the past. All we want to know is this. Who won the Valspar Championship last year? Who won the Valspar Championship last year? Tweet us at Z-Man Golf, at Z-Man Golf, or at Golf Talk Canada. You can hit me up personally at Z-Man Golf or hit up the show at Golf Talk Canada. Who won the Valspar Championship? And uh, fire it off. I'm sure we'll get a bunch of correct answers. And uh, we're just going to pull a name for who gets the polo from Prime Blue Golf Adidas the uh, shirt that I wore on week one of Golf Talk Canada. Also, other promotion. I don't know, Bob, if you saw during my Instagram live, did you see my Sumo Z-Man golf ball from TaylorMade? I did. Yeah, very, very cool, interesting. Eh? That's right. I love that one. <laughs> that, uh, Nick Ulrich and our friends over there must have set you up with those, right? Yeah. So the idea is that you and I, when life gets back to normal, you and I are going to take on Team Recoil, which is Nick Ulrich and Adam Scully, and now you got to remember, they've only taken us down once, and it was over a year ago on the 18th green at Aviera Golf Club. We got our revenge at Aviera this year, but I think you and I are like eight and one against Team Recoil. So the bet is this: they take us on again this spring, and the winning team gets to design the personalized golf ball for the losing team, and they've got to play it. So I need you to think about what <laughs> okay. we're going to put on their ball. I need you to start brainstorming. What are we going to put on Scully's uh, golf ball and, and Nick's golf ball when, when we take them out this spring, all right? So that's uh, that's part of that. And by the way, if anybody's interested in those personalized golf balls, TaylorMade, TaylorMadeGolf.ca, great promotion right now. They have a three-for-one, so you can go to TaylorMadeGolf.ca Order uh, your TP5 or your TP5X, get a uh, custom logo, uh, custom name on the golf ball, 
and uh, it's a three-for-one deal. You can't beat it. So load up now so that when spring arrives, you're locked and loaded with your golf balls. So there we go. Bob, what are you thinking? Any ideas off the top of your head? I was thinking like uh, Team Puny or something <laughs> like that on their golf ball. Like forget this recoil. Maybe like a little, maybe like a little statement, you know, for, for Scully, if he looked down and said, saw something that said, like, see if you could lift this. Because you know how much he lifts all the time. <laughs> He's a big weightlifter, so <laughs> I thought that might be good. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to get to, we'll have to get to a few good ones. I love it. I love it. That'll be great. All right, Bob. So we might, you know what? You, two... don't, you know, I was going to say ahead. one more thing. Maybe we should solicit ideas from our listening audience if they have any. They can uh, send those into ah, us. See, there you go. That's great. Okay, yep. that's perfect. Hit us up at Golf Talk Canada at Golf Talk Canada or or hit Bob and I up on social media. Anybody, anybody. Any ideas on what you would put on the losing team's golf ball? Now, it could be different on what you put on Nick's golf ball and Adam's golf ball versus what you put on Bob and mine's golf ball. Maybe on Bob and mine's golf ball, you put like an old man's cane or something, and it's, it's something about you know taking a shot at our age or something, Bob. Or That's right. maybe maybe on their golf ball, we just put their record against us, Bob, nine and one. Maybe that's all we put that on be, our, that our golf be. ball. <laughs> all right. Uh, on the other side, uh, we've got to hear from a few more of our um, of our interviews. I know Bob, you spoke to Jared Detroit on the for, coming off the out, Outlaw Tour with fifty nine. We've got Nick Taylor. We've got some Scully time. Lots to get to an hour or two right here on GTC. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course. It always starts in the closet. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented nation or to book tee times and special events, visit WoodingtonLake.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada. Lots to get to. We're going to hear from Jared Detois, who shot 59 on the Outlaw Tour. As many tours are still playing golf around the world, so we'll hear from Bob in his interview with Jared Detois. Also, a little Scully time, and we'll touch base on a few things that are GTC. Bob, uh, interesting start to the year for Nick Taylor. Like The high that would be winning at Pebble Beach on a Sunday against Phil Mickelson. And, you know, knowing that you're going to the Masters and then the feeling that maybe the plug was pulled. Now, I know you had a chance to speak to Nick when we were down at Sawgrass. I was running around inside the ropes trying to figure out how to call golf and if we would be calling golf for three days. And I know you had an opportunity to, to speak with Nick before we run the interview with Nick Taylor. What what was his energy like and, and his thoughts like when you connected with him in Sawgrass? Uh, I think he was uh, like a, everyone else, a little disappointed, but but fully understandable of what was going on. And I think uh, when I spoke to him, you know, this is how quickly things were moving. He was coming back on Friday morning. He was back at the clubhouse to get his gear and his clubs and stuff because, of course, they thought they were going to play Friday. And I did a quick interview with him about the cancellation of that. And literally, twenty seconds after that interview was when the news came down about the Masters. And uh, he just. He just said, "Listen, I'm going to play in the Masters at some point. I'll, I'll be happy to wait until it's safe to play there." So, um, smart guy, good guy, but like everyone else, kind of uh, just sort of putting things on hold. Agreed. So, how is Nick Taylor spending his time? How is he spending this time on hold? I had an opportunity to catch up with Nick earlier this week. All right, joining me now is another member of Team Canada as we touch base with a few of our boys to see uh, how they're dealing with some of this time off and what their plans are and uh, just hoping everybody's safe 
and healthy. And our next guest is our latest winner on the PGA Tour from Team Canada. He won the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am uh, earlier this year, Nick Taylor. Nick, good to hear from you, my friend. Uh, first Thank off, you. before we uh, get into this, how you feeling? Everybody okay? Uh, the family's good? Yeah, we're uh, we're uh, self-quarantined down in Scottsdale. Uh, just kind of been here since... Uh, since Saturday morning when we flew back from Jacksonville. So we're just, uh, you know, doing our own thing like everybody else uh, seems like they are. Well, before we kind of officially close the door on what was the player's championship, you and I did not cross paths, but we were both down there. I know you saw Bob. What was your kind of just reaction to the whole thing while you were down there? Was it? I just felt like everything was happening so fast. You know, first we were going to have a March Madness without anybody in the arena. Then there was no March mm-hmm. Madness. Then the NBA. It was like, I kind of like was looking around like, is this real? What's going on here? Yeah, like you said, everything was happening so fast. I think when it really, really hit me was the Wednesday evening before, you know, I was just getting ready to go to bed because I teed off what was the morning round. Uh, I think it was the Utah Jazz game, the Oklahoma City Thunder game, and that kind of got delayed middle of the game. And all of a sudden, it came out that um, one of the players tested positive, and then all of a sudden, the NBA was, you know, suspended for the time being. And I, you know, that's just unbelievable for sport organizing that big for that to happen. So I, I really didn't sleep great that night. I didn't really know what was ahead for us. Then I knew that the commissioner. Team on hand was going to do a press conference at noon, which I knew was going to be middle of our round. Um, you know, once we got out there and we're playing, it was it was a little eerie. It seemed like there was less people than than a typical Thursday of the players, and um, you know, we were actually make, we started on the back line making the turn, and we, you know, it was about twelve o'clock, so that we knew the announcement was coming. We were still trying to play because everybody didn't know what was going to happen, and um, I actually got word. I think it was our 18th hole that the rest of the tournament was supposed to have no fans in the next few weeks, which to be honest, wasn't a good sign. I really didn't think after the players at a minimum that we were going to be playing more golf, especially with, you know, the cascade of events of every other league, uh, kind of halting production and other games. So it was, it was very interesting. And after the round chatting people and got home and just everything just kept getting, uh, I guess worse in a sense. So that night got the info that we were done. So it was, like you said, everything's been so fluid, but so so quickly changing. That's uh, that's been a lot to take in. Yeah, and it, it has been a lot to take in. And like you being shut down, in a way, we're shut down as well. You know, Golf Talk Canada Radio ha- has continued, mm-hmm. and they figured out a safe way for us to broadcast from home. Uh, but as far as TV and and. TV production and my PGA Tour radio duties and kind of following you guys around the as we chase the sun and watch you guys play golf and call your shots. That's been shut down. So we're all trying to figure out, you know, what do we do now with this time? How do we, how do we mm-hmm. do, can we be productive? How do we stay sane? I was, I was always follow you on social media. Did you order the Lego Death Star set? That's what I need to know. <laughs> so, so there was a few options that I actually already have the belonging to I crossed that off my list. The Star Destroyer is three feet long, two feet wide. I thought it was a little aggressive. Um, <laughs> and my wife said there's absolutely nowhere to put it, which I completely disagreed with. But I went with uh, Kylo Ren's ship, so I'm pretty pumped with that. It comes in a few days, so that'll be that'll occupy me for uh, occupy me for maybe a day. But 
Will you be giving yeah, us some updates? Will we get updates on social media of <laughs> yeah. the progress? I'll do uh, I'll do an hourly update. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I love it. Um, yeah, it's been. I haven't done any golf since I've I've come home. Um, you know, a silver lining for me is you know hanging out with my son for for all hours of the day, which has been a lot of fun. Um, but you know, being in Arizona, I ordered I ordered a hitting net the other day just to kind of be secluded, like. Uh, Feel like a lot of the advice is so I'll be you know I'll be doing minimal golf but to kind of doing that in my own place so um yeah it's just it's very interesting times unprecedented for sure so it's kind of learning as we go I guess have you watched any binge tv or any movies I spoke with Michael Glickick and I said you got to see Ford versus Ferrari if you haven't seen it yet so if you're doing any binge watching that might not be a bad movie if you haven't seen it or yet I, I actually saw that in the last month you know, we've I've waited for Homeland. We actually just started that. There's only seen a couple episodes. Um, yeah, we're we have plenty of options. It's almost hard. You have to figure out which ones you want to watch. But um, our son Charlie keeps us busy. His uh, his schedule with lots of naps. So maybe I'll just nap with him every day. Who knows? All right. Well, Nick, I know you're. Uh, I know uh, you're, you got to go, but I also know you're a big uh, Seattle Seahawks fan. I'm a 49ers fan, so let's not hold that against one another. But <laughs> I have to ask you: Were you surprised at the Tom Brady announcement? I didn't think anything else could be surprising to me over the last seven days of the news that we we have gotten in the world of sports and just the world in general. But uh, Brady, not a Patriot, that was a shock. And then Brady to Tampa Bay, that was might even be a bigger shock. What did you think? I think going to Tampa Bay was a bigger shock. My my caddy, Jeff Ouellette, he's the biggest Boston sports fan in general, but huge Pats fan. So he, you know, the vibe was it just kind of seemed like Belichick was uh, wanted to move on. Um, so I, I wasn't that surprised that he wasn't coming back. Tampa Bay of all places, it was uh, was a bit surprising. I'd be curious, you know, in the coming days or months to see his rationale on that. But Bruce Arians is a great coach. Um, I seem like they have uh, pretty good offensive uh, weapons, so maybe that's what he was looking for. Warm weather, you know, he's 43, so it's, warm weather is always nice, whatever age. But um, yeah, that was very interesting. So the uh, the NFC West is going to be stacked. I know that. So. Let's just hope we're playing football, Nick. Let's just go there. Let's take the yeah, positive okay. route here as well and say, let's hope we have our, our Canadian Open. I know we all want it, and I'm hoping that I see you before that. I'm hoping we're golfing before that Canadian yeah, Open. So me too. Keep our fingers crossed. Nick, thanks so much for you. Uh, thanks so much you for your it. time, and all the best to you and your family. Stay safe, and we'll talk soon. Thanks. You too. Always good to catch up with Nick Taylor, just one of the real great guys out there. We're very lucky with our team Canada. They're not just great players, but they're great people as well. And uh, everybody trying to figure out, Bob, you're not the only one doing puzzles and things and whatnot. Like I, I was following Nick. He's got like this major, he wanted to do the Death Star. He, he kind of, you know, went a little smaller. I think eventually he's going to land with that three foot Death Star. I just, I think it's inevitable. Uh, I'm a Monster Homeland fan as well. I was not able to get into that uh, uh, with Nick, but I've I've stayed with Homeland for all eight seasons. And I have to know, have you seen Ford versus Ferrari, Bob? I did. I actually was lucky enough to see it at the uh, Toronto Film Festival uh, back last fall. So I had a, a good viewing of it and um, definitely two thumbs up. Lots of great, uh, cool driving scenes. It's a great story. And... Um, Great acting, obviously, by, by a pretty good cast. So 
Um, there's lots of good stuff on TV. I'll tell you. There's uh, if you haven't watched Fleabag on Amazon Prime, that's that's a really good one. A little risque. You might not want the kids to watch it, but that's a pretty good one. And uh, we watched the new uh, Mark Wahlberg movie last night. I think it was called Spencer, like Spencer something or other, and it was good too. So. Um, everyone's putting up their recommendations. Just keep putting them up up there. And you can, of course, still watch all the great golf movies. You know, on uh, on Crave, you can get Happy Gilmore and the original Caddyshack. Right, there you go. And which you could just leave on a loop, really, the Caddyshack. You don't, right. <laughs> just leave it on a live loop in the house while you're going about doing other things. Okay. Well, on the other side, there is golf still happening. Um, there are some mini tours still up and going. One of them is the Outlaw Tour. And we had a bit of a crazy story there with Jared Detroit And Bob, you had a chance to catch up with Jared. He shot 59. We'll hear from Jared next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, was brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club, proud home of the Mackenzie Tour PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. For membership information or to book tee times and special events, visit WoodingtonLake.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Tourism Ireland. World-class courses, spectacular locations. Whatever you're looking for in a golf holiday, Ireland has something for you. Visit GolfAwayTours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Zucchino from his home studio in downtown Scarberia. And Weeksy, what is it officially? Etobicoke, Weeksy? Where are you? I know you're West End. Is it officially Etobicoke? Yeah, I'm actually not at my house. I've actually been uh, staying with my girlfriend at her place, which is right in the heart of downtown Toronto, right kind of not far from Young and Bloor. And um, a couple reasons for that, but don't really need to get into. But the uh, making, I'm, I'm being. I mean, at the home, my my girlfriend can cook like a uh, like a Michelin chef. I can tell you. So I've been eating pretty well here. That's pretty good. That's the one good part about it. But yeah, we're both hunkering down here and uh, uh, in the center of the city here. Well, if you got to be bunkered down in lockdown, you certainly want to do it with somebody that knows what they're doing in the kitchen. So that is a wise decision. Exactly. Now, there is golf going on around the the world in in, in some capacity. One of them is the Outlaw Tour in Arizona. I didn't even know that Outlaw Tour existed. Shame on me. There's so many mini tours out there. But uh, we had a Canadian one-two punch, Bob, on that tour. Yeah, and uh, I think all the attention kind of went to Jared Dutrois for the 59 that he shot, but Will Bateman was the actual winner of it at the end of it. So uh, they're still holding these these events. I'm not sure, you know, what their thinking is, but they said as long as people want to play, we're going to do it. And uh, I had a chance to chat, chat with Jared about his great performance. Yeah, Jared ended up finishing second to Will Bateman, another Canadian. Uh, Bateman takes the trophy, but uh, Jared Dutrois rounds of 64, 68, and 59. Unbelievable to lose in a playoff to Will Bateman. Canadians go 1-2 on the Outlaw Tour. Let's hear Bob's interview with Jared Dutrois. Here is uh, the newest member of the 59 Club, Jared Dutrois. (laughs) Jared, uh, you got a lot of attention for your 59, not only because it's a 59, but... um, you are one of the few tours that is actually even playing golf right now. Um, 
let's let's deal with the with the tour and and how you got out there first. Uh, this is the outlaw tour. This is kind of a mini tour. And what was the de- decision by the organizers to to go ahead with this? Yeah, I mean, so it was uh, it was kind of super weird how everything kind of got put together. But basically, you know, I guess the the organizers of the tour saw. Um, I guess a bit of an opportunity that, you know, everyone was kind of, kind of stuck at home. So, um, you know, they actually, they had a, actually added a couple of events and they've, as of right now, anyway, they kind of have a full schedule going on the next couple of weeks, but with events kind of every week, um, you know, and a handful of guys from kind of all over different tours, Latin tour, even some from the PGA tour and the, the web.com tour playing these events. So, um, you know, I don't know, like I said, if, if it's going to continue going on, but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun little week. Um, so this, this is based mostly down in the Southwestern States, like in Arizona, is that basically where you are? Yeah. The one, the Oba tour is just in Arizona. It's kind of all in the Phoenix area, I guess. Okay. Uh, so let's deal with this round. My goodness, 59. That's, that's a pretty incredible. How did it develop? Yeah, no, it was, uh, I mean, got off to, got off to kind of a good start. It was, it was funny. So, um, I was playing with Brandon Harkins, who's one of those guys I was talking about. He's a former PGA tour member. And I think this year he's, he's on the, the corn Ferry tour and, you know, he was off to a good start. I was off to a good start and we just kind of, you know, I honestly, I just like, ah, you know, I'm going to try my best to beat this guy. And, um, you know, we, we, we were kind of, we were both sitting 10 under with two to play. And, um, you know, we both had good looks on 17 and 18. And fortunately my went in and, um, you know, didn't even really think about shooting the score until, uh, till that last one went in. And, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool, obviously. <laughs> and you had a bogey in this round, as I understand. I didn't have a bogey. Uh, um, I had, well, so in, in the morning we had to, cause there was a weather delay the day before. So I had, uh, I had a bogey finishing my morning round kind of thing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the, the 59 didn't have a bogey. <laughs> I guess that would be, uh, there have been some rounds, 59s with bogeys in there, but what does it, what does it mean to you to shoot around like that? No, it's, I mean, it's awesome. Obviously with everything going on, you know, it's, it's kind of chaos, but, but like in, internally, and I guess just for me, um, you know, I've been, I've been working on a lot of different things, you know, in this off season and, um, you know, I'm starting to see, you know, it kind of showing my game a little bit and which kind of, I guess, validates what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot more important things going on right now and, and more serious things than, than a game of golf, but it was, uh, it was definitely a little bright spot to, uh, to a pretty tough time in the, in the world, I guess, for me. Um, if and when things get back together to normal, you're going to, I don't know exactly how to put this in terms of a timeline that we don't really understand, but uh, you're a Latino America player this year, correct? I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and we have, I mean, we have no idea, you know, we kind of get emails basically weekly saying, Hey, this one's, you know, gas at the moment and um, don't book any travel for the rest until you hear word. And, I mean, I think they're just a little overcautious down there because, you know, I uh, I don't think the infrastructure and, the, you know, the medical system is, is as strong down there as it is up here. So if something were to happen down there, I think uh, it would it would be a lot worse. And I think they're really, I guess, trying to, trying to protect that. So are you still going out and hitting some balls? And, I mean, I know you're playing these tours, but are you still are – you, are you deviating from your normal routine in any way, shape, or form because of what's going on? You know, I, I wasn't, you know, a couple of days ago, but 
you know, uh, basically these last three, four days, things have gotten, you know, pretty serious. And even, even the event, it, it just felt weird even playing, playing the event, honestly. And, um, and, and honestly, my, my plans, you know, as of, uh, pretty recent are, are to start driving home now, you know, kind of before things get worse. Cause, um, you know, I think there'd just be a little more peace of mind if, uh, for a Canadian being, being back home in Canada, whether that be medically or, you know, with family and everything. So, um, yeah. So, so plans were kind of, you know, our business was kind of going as usual, you know, cause obviously golf, you can kind of self isolate a little bit, just go to the range, go to the putting or, you know, whatever, you don't really need to deal with people, but, um, you know, I, I think right now, uh, at least for me, things are kind of changing in my mind. And I'm going to start, stop thinking about golf and start thinking about maybe heading home and, um, you know, getting, getting back safe. Yeah, perfect. I think that's a smart idea. Uh, all right, Jared, thanks so much for joining us and, um, uh, all the best and continued, uh, continued success. I hope the next time you play, whenever it is, uh, you get another 59. <laughs> awesome. Thanks a lot, Bob. Yeah, it was good talking to you. You know, Bob, I find it absolutely amazing. Uh, the quality of golf being played everywhere around the world. Like it's amazing. And, and people always bring up this conversation and, you know, every generation thinks they're the, you know, the most important generation and, and whatnot. And I guess that that's human nature. And we've heard the arguments all the time from Johnny Miller, especially about, you know, how hard it was in the seventies and Gary player, et cetera. But the reality is, is that in 2020, you can go to any corner of the universe and find a golf tournament where someone is capable of shooting 59. And that was not the case 40, 50 years ago. It's just, it's mind blowing to me. It is. And, and, you know, I know some people tweeted to me and said something about, oh, well, you know, this wasn't a PGA tour setup or wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't tournament conditions. And I said, listen, anytime you shoot 59 on any course, anywhere, uh, it's a pretty remarkable, remarkable statement, and it's it's always amazed to me when I've talked to uh, I've, I did a story a number of years ago on on low rounds, and I talked to a number of players, PGA Tour players who haven't shot it on the uh, on the on the tour, but almost every one of them, well maybe not, maybe seventy five percent of them have shot a sub sixty round at some point in their career, whether it was in college or just out playing with buddies or or something like that. So, uh, like you say, these guys are good. Yeah, it's amazing to me. Uh, you know, Dennis Paulson, a good, a good friend of mine who I work with on PGA Tour Radio, and Dennis said that, you know, there's two types of guys on tour when they have it going low. There's guys that want, you know, more holes in front of them so they can go as low as they can. And then there's guys that want off the golf course as soon as possible so they don't ruin the, the, the already good round they've got. So a lot of it is mental. And I always say to people, the golf ball has no idea where you are if you're in a tournament or not, or who's hitting it, you know, sometimes we overcomplicate the game and it's a to B and put it in the hole. And when you see stuff like this, when people say, Oh, it wasn't a PGA tour setup. Yeah. I understand setups are different. I understand certain scores are relative to the circumstances in the setup. But at the end of the day, 59 is 59 to your point. And nobody knows who's hitting the golf ball. And I think that's a lot of the reason uh, why now, Bob, I know these kids are so much more prepared in terms of, uh, you know, they've got sports psychologists, they've got a team around them. NCAA golf has gotten so much better. Look at Wolf, Morikawa, Hovland, etc. I get it. I get all that. But at the end of the day, if you don't believe that just it's just all I'm doing is putting a ball in the hole like I've done my entire life, I don't care who you are. It's hard to get it done on any tour unless you just kind of simplify it, no? Yeah, and you know, it's it was interesting. Um one of the things I thought about when this whole thing shut down was thinking back to nine eleven. 
And in 2001, you know, the PGA Tour stopped. The Ryder Cup was postponed. Uh, all kind of things came into effect. And the only tour that played that week, uh, the week after 9-11, or the week of 9-11, was the then-Canadian Tour. And Jason Bone, PGA Tour winner eventually, um, played on that tour. And the only reason they played was because nobody could get get anywhere. There were no planes flying. All the rental cars were gone. So they said, look, we're all stuck here. It was in Sarnia. They said, we're all stuck here. We might as well just play. So they played. And Jason Bone, that tournament, shot 58. Uh, and that round actually included a bogey, <laughs> which is which is remarkable. So uh, kind of a uh, confluence of... of of situations there where uh, we've had, we have another one like that and a, and a 58 back then when they were the only tour in town. Well, we're going to have to keep an eye on this, Bob, too, because there's a lot of question marks still across the board, and a lot of it depends on when we restart this. But, you know, we've already frozen the Rolex and the official World Golf ranking. But depending on when we restart the tour, what are they going to do with rookie status? They haven't had, you know, enough. Like Michael Glickick and I were talking about, you know, getting access to events. And he's, you know, even if they start soon, he's going to end up getting five or six less starts than he would have gotten, etc. So status, categories restart man there's a lot to figure out and get FedEx to. cup points FedEx yeah. cup points all this so hopefully we're at least though this is what we said these are good problems to have if we're playing golf right. at least means we're trying to figure something out so on the other side we are going to touch base with master producer Adam Scully with a little Scully time I know Scully's working out he's getting ready for the season like we're pegging it up soon so we'll get to Adam we'll talk a little fitness and get his thoughts on some of these other topics we were discussing earlier in today's show, this is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Tourism Ireland. World-class courses, spectacular locations. Whatever you're looking for in a golf holiday, Ireland has something for you. Visit GolfAwayTours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. All right, well, welcome back to GTC as we are so happy to be bringing you a live show, actual new content from Golf Talk Canada. I guess real new content from anywhere these days is good content as we all try to deal with this uh, coronavirus uh, and, and how it's kind of changed our lives. But it's not stopping us from doing some radio, although we are at the home studios now uh, today and for the foreseeable future and welcoming in from his home studio now is master producer himself, Mr. Adam Scully. Skulls, thanks for taking the time, buddy, to jump in with us uh, here and uh, and speak to our audience on this Saturday morning. Absolutely, yeah. It's still good to, to be here, and it's awesome that we can record this show from our different uh, home studios. you got to love 2020 technology, don't you? Yeah, especially when it works. And this sounds I know. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Skulls, I want to I get your opinion on, on a few things that have happened in the world of golf in the last yeah. couple of days. But before we get there, you're already a workout guy uh, to begin with. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting time of year because, and we'll probably end up doing a show or at least a couple of segments in mm -hmm. the near future on what you can do to get ready for the spring. And what we've heard so far 
uh, is we're optimistic that golf courses are going to be open and they're going to have a great spring. And they've all put COVID-19 policies in place to make the golf course a safe environment for everybody to go participate and play. And some of those we went through earlier on in, in today's show, what golf courses are doing to mm-hmm. make it a place for consumers to come out. But you're a workout guy and yep. you're always in the gym. So are you doing the workout right now that you would do if this was December and you knew you weren't touching a golf club for a while? Or are you doing a different kind of workout like you might be playing golf in two weeks and, and maybe you change the way you uh, get ready, the types of exercises you're doing? I'm just curious. We haven't talked about this, and I was wondering where your head's at. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, the big thing with the coronavirus and COVID-19, or one of the big things, I, sh- I should say, is that gyms are closed as well. Uh, so that really eliminates the ability to do a lot of uh, big weight strength training, Um I'm fortunate to have some free weights uh, around uh, Casa de Scully here. Uh, so in, in the basement, I'm able to lift a little bit, but uh, I've significantly altered uh, the workouts we do. I'm actually, I haven't told you this, but I, I'm at some point, probably over the weekend, I'm going to post some, uh, some videos on Instagram uh, that our listeners can enjoy. Uh, basically, uh, you won't need any weights. Uh, it'll be a lot of uh, body weight stuff, some push-ups, some sit-ups, uh, planks, core, all stuff that is just essential uh, for your golf swing. Uh, and something that I will be getting into a little as well, probably starting early next week, is uh, some more stretching and uh, stretching specific for golf, uh, which are pretty easy. And as well, anyone listening to this can just go on YouTube and search golf yoga and 20 different things will come up. Uh, it's very informative and you know everyone's sort of stuck at home uh, in this very uncertain time. Uh, but you can really take advantage of, you know, doing these stretches, doing these exercises. It only takes, you know, 20 to 30 minutes and you can get a good sweat on. So uh, one day at a time. But, yeah, it significantly changed the way I've been working out recently. Yeah. Yeah. But it, what I like about this uh, is that your language, Adam, is is in the sense of you're, you're, you're thinking like you're going to be playing golf soon. 100%. Like, so that, that's, that's the beauty of this is that, mm-hmm. you know, people are getting ready that way. and mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we are going to be golfing soon. The temperatures look like it is. And, and I like the language coming out of golf courses. So, yep. you know, I understand we all have got to be safe and I'm not telling people what to do by any means. Cause I am not, uh, I do not uh, have a, a science degree or medical degree to tell people <laughs> what's safe and what's not safe. But for yeah. me personally, just for me personally, for Mark Zucchino, I would feel very safe on a golf course and I'm looking forward to getting out of hibernation. So yeah, hundred, hundred percent. I'm the same way and I can't wait to get out there and, 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 you know, follow all of the, the safety, um, regulations uh, that have been released. Uh, one other note I, I will say on fitness, um, the fact about, about confusing the muscle is also a, a huge thing. So let's say you're someone like myself who has done a lot of strength training in a gym, lifting heavy weights. Uh, but now we can't do that, but, doing these body weight exercises and workouts will actually help the muscle as well because you're confusing the muscle. You're, you're giving it something different. So let's say, for example, someone listening in likes to do a bench press or likes to do a, uh, a squat with the, the, uh, the, the bar on their back. Instead of doing that, you can just do a bunch, a bunch of push-ups, a bunch of squats, body weight squats, a lot of plyometrics, and you will still feel the gains and the pain uh, from 
the workout uh, the day before. So, uh, yeah, like I said before, try to take this one day at a time, but I also, like you said, can't wait to get out uh, on the golf course, uh, hopefully in the not too distant future, because I had some pretty strong gains, uh, last week in the, in the, uh, in the baby country club simulator. Yeah. This was as actually uh, disturbing. Some of the numbers you were it posting. Was disturbing. On yeah. Well, and I, I was, you know, because simulators, as, as we know, sometimes they can crank them up a little bit and sometimes the numbers are inaccurate, but I, I did go through the entire bag i was hitting eight irons the same length i usually do and this was uh, the second time i was trying my new tailor-made sim driver and and i was getting into a bit of a groove so i tried to crank it up a little bit you know me with my recoil hashtag team recoil <laughs> i was trying to gun it a little bit more and uh, i saw some numbers with the driver that i have never seen before so i am so excited to eventually get on the golf course uh, hopefully pretty soon well uh i was kind of dealing with a bunch of stuff this week trying to figure out you know, what we were doing with TV. And thank yep. you again, Adam, for saving this week's TV show. You Absolutely. And, and Bob it, it, and Jamie Riddle. We all yep. kind of put a team effort to make sure we got a show there. And GTC TV is obviously on hiatus with the rest of, of TSN's production on the TV side for the moment. But we march on in radio, which we were trying to figure out this week. But I eventually got to figure out uh, some physical activity and some exercise program at home. Because right now, the red wine and <laughs> carbohydrates are winning, Adam. And you know Mrs. GTC. She doesn't shy away from any of this stuff. So Yeah, well, I, 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 uh, you, you know, the only fitness you've been doing is curls. You know, you, you're curling your right hand with the right. Brunello in, right? right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, buddy. So switching gears here a yeah. bit because, you know, recreational golf will move forward in yep. Canada, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, and participation at the amateur and recreational level is going to be great in the spring. Mm -hmm. um, but professional game, very different. All the PGA Tour events leading up to the PGA Championship have been canceled. Yep. Uh, the two majors in that window, the Masters and the PGA Championship, have officially been postponed. Now, what we're hearing or what we've been told or the chatter is we're looking at an October Masters. We talked yep. about this on, uh, on Golf Talk Canada Television this week, and that makes sense. A lot of that makes sense. When you consider the type of not only the part of the schedule where you know it's likely the tour will not go to Asia this year. Now, mm -hmm. do I know anything? No, but it's probably likely there's going to be some holes in the Asian swing in October they, that formerly had PGA uh, Tour events. I'm doubtful they'll be there, especially all three of them. Mm -hmm. So that being said, you know, certainly some holes in October. And the Masters can deliver a golf course, with the exception of the colors of the leaves and the blooming of the azaleas, the actual playing surfaces, which are fairways, tee decks, greens, etc. A, a similar environment to what you might get in April, but kind yeah. of booked in October. So I get that. And then the PGA Championship said, PGA Championship said they're hopeful for a summer date. Now, are they talking about that week off in August that Bob was talking about earlier this week? I don't know, but I, I'm wondering if it's a PGA in August, kind of back to where they used to be, and a Masters in October, buddy. Yeah, I'm with you too. And the one thing that goes, uh, the other tournament that will be one of the other major tournaments, I should say, uh, in that time frame as well is the Ryder Cup. Uh, and that is still scheduled. Uh, there were some rumors that it was being postponed, but uh, Ryder Cup uh, USA, uh, their Twitter account came out and, and shut that down. Uh, but, you know, assuming we get to back to playing golf let's say sometime in mid to late May, end of June, uh, this could be a th pretty thrilling 
you know, end of summer into, into early fall of golf, you get the PGA at some point in August, which you would presume as, as you and Bob were saying, it, it really should go on that day. And being, uh, you know, PGA in the summer, hotter temperatures that could favor someone like Tiger Woods, a lot of back, <laughs> just hinting at that. And then the Ryder Cup, obviously. Uh, and then who knows in terms of timing, will it be, you know, Ryder Cup two weeks off in the Masters or one week off? Or uh, I'm really curious how they uh, will put this all together. Uh, but, uh, you know, having the Masters in October, it would certainly be different. Uh, but as you said, the temperatures will be somewhat similar, uh, which would be a thrilling thing to watch uh, on TV and, and enjoy for sure. The one I'm most concerned about, Adam, is the U.S. Open. And I say yeah. that for a couple of reasons. One, will, will we be back playing golf by June? I sure hope so. But if we're not, and the U.S. Open needs to cancel, and even if we are golfing, does the U.S. Open have enough time to prepare in short notice to have mm -hmm. that size of a championship in June, even if the world is somewhat back to normal? And I use that word normal loosely. Yeah. I'm just uh, I'm, I'm using the word, word normal to suggest that we're back trying to get back into life again. Mm -hmm. So if we're there in June and they can't adapt quick enough or they need to cancel it, where does the U.S. Open go? Because the RNA has already come out this week and said they are preparing uh, with plans to continue to host their ladies' and men's championship as planned. RNA came out and said that a couple days ago. Hmm. So the RNA, yes, they're looking at contingency plans. Yes, they are on top of uh, the current situation and, 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 and will you know, stay on top of it. But as far as they're concerned right now, they're running the Open. So yeah. at least that's the messaging that came out. So yeah. if, that, if that's the case, what, the U.S. Open's the, the question, are we going to have a U.S. Open in uh, November in the desert or in Miami? Like, because uh -huh. <laughs> once, once you get past September, forget about the Northern Hemisphere playing a, a major golf championship of any kind. And that goes for the Ryder Cup as well yeah. uh, in Kohler, Wisconsin. You know, if the Ryder Cup has to get postponed and played in December, uh, we're in a, a few different areas of the country that we don't think we'd be looking. Well, for sure. And, you know, for the U.S. Open, you know, uh, so supposed to be in the New York area, obviously that, that area is being uh, affected uh, right now. Like, who knows? Maybe they have to move that somewhere else. Maybe it goes to somewhere, you know, like a Pinehurst, that sort of thing. I saw some rumblings on Twitter earlier this week on that. Uh, and then we go into the, you know, the other factors. Do they play in front of fans? Uh, even the week before the RBC Canadian Open, a little closer to home here. There's so many things scheduled around the RBC Canadian Open, like the concert series how is that all going to work out uh it's it's certainly some mind-boggling times uh right now and i i really am fascinated once we are back to playing golf how this really uh does all unfold well because if we're back playing golf and there's a good chance that likely we're back playing golf with no spectators before mm -hmm. we get the golf with spectators that might be the transition uh, how we get back to where we expect to be and if in that window is the rbc canadian open who, who's underwriting that? Is the PGA yeah. Tour subsidizing all the events to, to make up for the lack of gate revenue? Like I don't know how this works. This is above my pay grade, but these are the answers that 
that everybody's going to be wondering and looking for when this time comes. But yeah, it's wild. Uh, all right. Uh, on Instagram, it's Adam underscore Scully on Instagram. If you guys are interested in some uh, fitness tips this weekend, if you guys are getting ready to play golf like I am, because I'll tell you right now, Scully, in about two to three weeks time, you're going to have to tie me down uh, <laughs> and handcuff me to the house to keep me off the golf course. Cause I'm going stir crazy big time. I'm I'm starting to lose my mind a little. And hey, listen, I'm considering exercise. You know, it's Oof. getting bad when I'm considering exercise. You know? I feel like I, I, you know, I feel like we should go to Bob at some point. You know, get some get some tips on running. Uh, you know, because he is right. the runner that he is, and and we're going to need some exercise at some point here soon. Uh, well, and, at some point too, we're all going to be out of quarantine at yep. some point. Okay, yep. we're all doing a lot of stuff actively on social media. So what we're going to do is, you and Bob and I are going to get together. Uh -huh. One of the big things that have come from social media is they want a mini putt contest between the three. Yeah. That has come from social media. So once we're all out of quarantine, once we're all out of self-isolation, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to do it. We're going to do this uh, properly. It's not that we're going to do this, uh, you know, without any uh, things in place. We're going to follow the COVID-19 rules that are going to be in place at the golf course. But you, Bob, and I, we're gonna we're gonna shoot uh, we're gonna shoot this mini putt contest for social media. All right. I think it's a great idea. Now the question is, what kind of grip will you be using? Oh no, uh, I've got. I am I am gonna be doing. You know me. I, I've already started. <laughs> uh, I've already started a glass of Brunello with the Z Man on social media. Yeah. We're we're doing that on Instagram once a week. We're probably gonna do it on uh, on Facebook once a week as well. I'll, I'll update our uh, listeners on that as we mm -hmm. go. But one of those is gonna be on just how to get rid of the yips. Cause I have, so what I did was I've never articulated this on the air. We keep teasing that I'm going to tell this story on the air, but the problem is it's a long story. So to yep. take out an entire golf talk Canada on me t explaining how to get rid of the yips, it, it, it's just too time consuming. <laughs> so what I've done is I've broken this down into the last 12 months, actually last three years of my life and how we've gotten to these certain points and parts mm -hmm. So I've got it broken down and we might do it in a social media form or a podcast form to get it out to people. Cause I think what I've been through can actually help people. hundred percent. Yeah. And people say, Adam, well, yeah, but you're not a PGA tour player. And I said, I'm not. And that actually makes it more beneficial because I don't have the skill level of a Rory McIlroy or the coaching access of a Rory McIlroy. So the fact that I am just a regular person, you know, Maybe, maybe, you know, my handicap or range of performance is in a, in a top percent that maybe, you know, is 1% of the planet. Mm -hmm. I get that. But I am still just a, a recreational golfer. Uh, and I had to go through this and come out the other side of this. So I think it might be able to help some people. So we're going to do it at some point. I can't wait. And uh, I always like to improve my putting. And, you know, I've been using uh, my reverse claw, <laughs> yes, which yes. is a little unorthodox. But, hey, it works from time to time. So uh, I can't wait for this. Adam, I'll talk to you over the weekend. Yep. Uh, all the best to your family. Uh, you too. Because I know they were coming back. I, everybody now is on Canadian soil. Yep. So all Appreciate good. That. All the best. I'll talk to you uh, this week at some point. On the other side, we will uh, put a bow on today's GTC and just give you a heads up on what you can expect from the Golf Talk Canada family over the next upcoming weeks as we all try to figure out what's in the window ahead. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today.
This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf, pushing the boundaries in golf footwear once again with the all-new Code Chaos, meant to challenge the definition of what a golf shoe can be. Visit Adidas.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada as we wrap up today's show. Just a few reminders. Don't forget uh, TaylorMadeGolf.ca if you want the three, uh, pay for three, get one free, the logoed ball and stamped ball, the personalized golf ball that we'll be playing for as Weeksino, which is Bob and mine's team, take on uh, Nick Orbrich and Adam Scully team recoil in another match this spring. And the losing team gets the, the winning team gets to put their own logo and their own saying on the losing team's golf ball. That's going to be some fun for sure. Uh, Bob is, uh, ramping up the content for tsn.ca. Also, uh, the bump and run podcast is still going. You can get that at tsn.ca. Golf Talk Canada working on some new things for tsn.ca as well. So stay tuned for that in the next week or so and i've been doing some live instagram every wednesday night 7 p.m instagram live at golf talk canada a glass of brunello with the z man it's uh, anything and i think as the weeks go on we might get further away from golf on that uh, live instagram uh, broadcast because it just can go absolutely anywhere and don't forget to hit us up on twitter at golf talk canada it's at golf talk canada or at z man golf who won Last year's Valspar Championship. Tell us who won last year's Valspar Championship, and you'll have a chance to win the prime blue golf shirt from Adidas Golf. That is the golf shirt, golf shirt uh, in partnership with uh, Prime Blue, featuring Parley Ocean Plastics. They've saved pa- plastic, intercepted plastic from beaches and coastal communities before it reaches the ocean uh, to save our environmental footprint, our oceans, etc. Adidas always one of the most responsible golf apparel companies on the planet and you have a chance to win that shirt that i wore a couple weeks ago on golf talk canada boy bob there's still lots to go to and we've got to figure out i know we've got a lot of things brewing and we we've got to make some decisions on 20 weeks of tailor-made as well because it is coming back this year and uh we've got this, some decisions to make over the next couple weeks so we'll figure out what what that is is it uh how do you win 20 weeks tailor-made? Is it radio only, maybe video podcast, maybe radio podcast, maybe a combination of the above? Who knows? What do you got planned for the rest of the weekend, Bob? Because, you know, you and I, we're taking this serious. We're doing the right thing. We're laying low. We're in lockdown. So uh, do you have any uh, uh, viewing habits lined up? Are you going to do some more guitar? What's the play? Yeah, so uh, I actually ordered a while back, before this all started, I ordered a couple of do-it-yourself birdhouse kits, so I'm going to attempt to build those. <laughs> tonight, uh, the viewing viewing pleasure tonight, I think, will be either Knives, no, sorry, we watched Knives Out, very good movie, by the way, if you want to watch oh, that. Oh, I want to see that, yeah, I got to see yeah, that. That's good. Uh, I think we're going to go with Jojo Rabbit tonight, we're going to try that one, so that'll be on the, on the screen. And I've, I got, I've been reading some books, so I'm going to uh, sit in the sun here, the sun is out where I am, and... Um, and probably delve into a few books, and uh, I'm sure I'll have uh, a few other jobs to do around the house. Um, it's uh, it's that time to kind of make yourself useful and uh, do all those things you always said you were going to do on a rainy day. Uh, <laughs> get them done, and I don't know. We'll have to try and maybe find some putting, a place where I can putt maybe on the on the rug here on the carpet somewhere. Well, you're a member at Weston, so just get up on the coffee on the uh, kitchen table or on the kitchen counter and just roll some putts on the marble or, or the <laughs> yeah, dining room right. table to uh, simulate the uh, green speeds at Weston in the summer. So there you go, there uh, you go. There, 
uh, I got to tell you before we go, uh, Angry Mike, my dad, uh, was has been laughing all week at Buttcoin, which you uh, phrase uh, <laughs> which you coined last week right here on Golf Dog Canada. That forget Bitcoin, toilet paper now trading toilet paper for goods as Buttcoin. He's still laughing, so thank you for that. <laughs> there so, you go. Okay. Well, Doug, Bob, have a great weekend. I'm sure I'll talk to you and Adam as we've got things we're building and things we're trying and uh, lots of announcements to come as we keep the ball rolling downhill. Next week as well, hopefully we'll have a, an official announcement from our friends at Woodington Lake on some cool things they're doing over at the Legacy Course. Uh, some uh, announcements with uh, 20 Weeks of TaylorMade as well. And don't forget to hit us up on Golf Talk Canada. That's at Golf Talk Canada or at Z-Man Golf, who won last year's Valspar Championship for your chance to win the prime blue Adidas polo that I wore week one at GTC. Have a great weekend, Bob. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course, it always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Adidas Golf. Pushing the boundaries in golf footwear once again with the all-new Code Chaos, meant to challenge the definition of what a golf shoe can be. Visit Adidas.ca. Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network.